It is a huge Friday on NSN Daily. We're getting you ready for Saturday's Battleborn Showdown as the Wolfpack football team struts its stuff for the final time this spring. We'll set the table ahead of the game, which will air live on Nevada Sportsnet. When you're in it, it's very tough, but you know that's what makes teams um, the, the great teams that we have. But before kickoff, a monumental announcement from Nevada Athletics with alums Joel and Courtney Batonio donating a million dollars for the pack's new weight room. The current Cleveland Brown is in studio to talk all about it. That's coming up right now on NSN Daily. Well, happy Friday, friends, and welcome into our Champion Chevrolet studio for, yes, a huge installment of NSN Daily alongside Chris Murray. I'm Mike Stephenson. Happy Friday once again to you. Joel Batonio is in studio about to sit down with Chris Murray and talk about this enormous donation to the University of Nevada. I guess we can just quickly start about that. Just obviously, it goes without saying, a special day on campus. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, this is a historic donation. You don't see a million-dollar donation all that much. Obviously, Ramon Sessions did one. Don and Tony Weir did one for Nevada baseball. And then Eric and Linda Landis, $4 million for that men's and women's uh, practice locker room and players lounge. But Joel is a great guy. He's a great player spent uh, formative years at Nevada. So for him to make that donation and make this new strength and conditioning center for Nevada football a possibility just shows you the caliber of human being he is. Yep. And really cool that he met his wife, Courtney, who was part of this donation as well, here as a student at the university more than a decade ago. Their relationship is battle-born. <laughs> and now he's given back to the program. Austin Corbett and Christian Baker are also in the house. Of course, what they're doing is paying it forward to the guys currently playing on the squad. So let's talk about it, shall we? The battle-born show battle showdown going down tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, right here on Nevada Sportsnet, it is a 1.30 kickoff. We'll have a 1 o'clock pregame show, 15th and final spring practice for these guys. Yeah, huge. I mean, obviously, you're not going to finalize starting jobs in a spring camp scrimmage, but it is a kind of a footnote on, yeah. uh, you know, the steps needed to be taken to win starting jobs. And there's a lot of starting jobs on this team that are open. You see Sean Dollars there running for a touchdown. He's an Oregon transfer. A lot of really good Pac-12 transfers on this roster that Wolfpack fans will get to see for the first time. Brendan Lewis at quarterback, Jackson LeDuc at linebacker, Sean Dollars, as we mentioned, but Ashton Hayes also at running back, Henry Ikahihifu from Cal at the edge rusher position. So there's a lot of really new talent and exciting talent on this roster, and we'll see how uh, well they've gelled together in these 15 practices when they do go out there for that uh, Battleborn showdown on Saturday, which will air here on Nevada Sportsnet if you can't make it out to the game. Looking forward to being out there. Kaleki Latu, also a Pac-12 transfer, making some big plays at tight end. Biggest storyline for you going into this one. Really I want to see how physical this team is yeah. because we could talk about all these uh, you know, skill position offensive players that they got, but if you're not good on the offensive line and you're not good on the defensive line, you're not good at playing a football game. <laughs> so that is a big question mark for this team. Still questions on the trenches. How physical, how intimidating can those front lines been? And it's always kind of difficult, right? Because you're going against each other. So you don't want the offensive line to completely bludgeon the defensive line or vice versa because then it shows a weakness there. So will you get a little bit of back and forth up front, but Nevada does need to be better on that offensive line specifically, so that's what I'm going to be watching. Can they run the ball consistently, and then can they pass protect for those quarterbacks? We'll find out during the Battleborn Showdown, 1.30 the kickoff. Again, a 1 o'clock pregame show gets things started Saturday on Nevada Sportsnet. Let's quickly talk about the Nevada women's golf team wrapping up 
uh, the Mountain West Championships. This is a team that had a really strong season. Yeah, really good in the fall. Maybe not quite as strong in the spring. They finished fourth at the Mountain West Championships. That was one stroke ahead of UNLV, so they get Silver State Series nice. points there. They entered this tournament 68th in the country according to the golf stat rankings. They probably didn't do enough to get into the NCAA Regional, but we will see in the coming weeks. Victoria Gailey for sure will be playing in an NCAA Regional. She is Nevada's top golfer. She finished at the top 10 finish, which included a hole-out eagle, which we showed you on yesterday's show. And then Leah John, probably also good enough individually to make a regional. But does the team make it? That is the big question mark as we head in. It was a surprise. New Mexico ended up winning. Wow. San Jose State's a top 10 team in the country. They finished second at the Mountain West Championship. So congrats to the Lobos. Well, it'll be nice to see at least some individual representatives at that national stage. All right, coming up next on NSN Daily, Joel Batonio is in the house, fresh off of that $1 million gift to his alma mater. He is sitting down with Chris right after this. Welcome back to NSN Daily. We are in the Legends Bay Lounge powered by Circus Sports. We have a very special visitor, Joel Batonio, former Nevada star and now a star for the Cleveland Browns. Thank you for coming into the studio. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is cool. So a big announcement that you and your wife Courtney made today. You are donating a million dollars to the University of Nevada football program for the Batonio Family Strength and Conditioning Center. So uh, just walk us through that donation and why it was so meaningful for you to give back to the Wolfpack. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, the University of Nevada, the community, the people, um, the football team especially, huge part of our lives. You know, I met my wife here. Um, we both got our degrees from University of Nevada. And, and obviously, you know, the football program gave me an opportunity to, you know, pursue my dream of, of, you know, playing at the next level in the NFL. And I didn't have too many offers coming out. So to have that ability and, and uh, just be able to play here and, and make a statement. And, you know, you get to the NFL, you want to play as long as you can. And you start playing years and you're like, hey, like, we can help some people out if we want to. And you know, um, Stephanie and, and Zach McDonough's actually been a big part of this. He's kept in touch and, and you know, he actually told me one time, he's like, it's like, you gotta find something that you're passionate about. And we try and help the kids in Cleveland, we try and help the kids in Long Beach. You know, we always think like the youth development, teachers, food bank, things like that, we love helping, but we're very passionate about Nevada Wolfpack. We love them and uh, we wanted to help and, and give back and we had an opportunity, so it was very cool. When you were playing here at Nevada, is this something you ever envisioned you would have been able to do? Did that ever enter your thought process that you could make a donation of this size to your alma mater? I don't think so. You know, I was just hoping to get through practice or get to the <laughs> next game, you know? You, uh, you know, you don't even think, when I got here, I just was happy I was playing Division One college football and I wanted to become a starter and then um, work my way up to doing, I didn't really think about the NFL probably till my junior or senior year. And then once you make the there, then it's, you know, things start rolling after that. But no, when I was here, I, I didn't even fathom doing something like that. How do you feel like this donation will help the next generation of Wolfpack football players and one of your former assistant coaches, Ken Wilson, who's now running the program? Yeah, for me, um, you know, like I kind of stated, um, give me a chance to live up my dream. You know, it was a dream to play college sports and, and uh, I got to play college football and, and hopefully, this generation of pack players and the next, you know, few generations of pack players have a chance to live out their dreams too. And um, if they can help them, first off, like training, weight room, I think it's one of the most important things about a program is having that base strength and conditioning. But also, if it helps with recruiting a little bit, seeing that the guys that have played here love this university, they bleed blue, they care about the Wolf Pack. Um, and they want to give back when they have a chance. One of the things you said in the press release when you guys announced this is that's kind of where the bonds of the team are created in that weight room. I guess, do you have a favorite Wolfpack weight room moment from your time playing at Nevada? Um, maybe in the moment they're not my favorite, you know, <laughs> but you still always remember those like 6 a.m. wake up calls where it's like, hey, we got heavy squat on Friday. And you know, once you get through heavy squat, like 
your week's over, you know, and you got a chance to do that. So it's those bonding moments of struggle, you know, or it's like a plank challenge where it's like, all right, we're going to hold this plank for 10 minutes, you know, and all types of crazy things like this. Um, and so it's one of those experiences where when you're in it, it's very tough, but you know that's what makes teams, um, the, the great teams that we had. So you grew up in Long Beach. Cleveland is home now. But what is the feeling that you get when you fly into Reno and you are in northern Nevada? You brought your family, got a couple of kids. As you mentioned, your wife got a degree from the university here, I guess. Just what kind of comes into your mind or memory when you step foot in Reno? It's a big part of our lives. You know, we spent five years here and uh, we really loved it. And, you know, there's nothing like, I still tell people like, Driving over those mountains and seeing Lake Tahoe for the first time when I was, you know, 17 years old, I, it, it's still so ingrained in my head. Like it was just such a beautiful place, and then the people you meet, the community's always been so respectful. So it's it's a big part of our lives, and um, and we love coming back here. And it's it's crazy how much everything's changed. I mean, every time we come back, new buildings are going up, new things on campus. Like it just seems like. The community is really investing in um, the university, and I think that's awesome to see. Since you guys come back into town, I know you've been able to go out to Wolfpack football practice where Chris Alt likes to hang around. He's your old head coach. Just talk to me a little bit about the impact that Coach Alt had on you and what it's like to still see him here in a big part of the program. Oh, yeah, we, we, we talked to him, and uh, he's doing great. You know, it, it, it's so cool to see him um, in his role. I think he's, he's really enjoying just being part of the program and, and uh, helping when he can. But just talking about some old memories we had, we were, you know, give him a little bit uh, for some of the practices we used to have or things like that. And right now he's just so almost like a grandpa to us, you know, he's like talking to us and I'm like, I don't remember him being this nice on the practice field when I messed up. Um, but it was really good to see him and he's doing well. And I know he's excited about having Coach Wilson back and, and getting some of that tradition and, and having, you know, Vi and Virgil around the team. So it's just one of those things uh, to see him though. I hadn't really got a chance to talk with him like that. And we talked to him today and and he's just doing really well, so it was good to see him. Uh, obviously, college is formidable years for anybody, but you went through a lot here. You lost your father when you were here in uh, training camp one year, I guess. What are the biggest lessons that you learned in college that you still apply in life, and what's made you a super successful NFL player? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I came here, I was 17 years old. I remember we had a training camp, and they're like, all right, we got to sign this paper, you know, and I was like, I don't think I can sign this. Like, I'm not 18. And they're like, oh, yeah, your parents need to sign it. And they were gone already. So we had to, like, fax it back to California before I could practice. And so I was just a kid. You know, I came here as a kid. And you go through some crazy life experience. My dad passed away. He never really got to see me play for the Wolfpack. Um, you meet your wife here. And you create lifelong friends. Like, like all the major players in my life have come from the University of Nevada and, and Reno, um, the Wolfpack. And so it means a lot to us. And and um, you learn how to be a good student, you learn how to work through things, and, and you just create great friendships. And I, I think uh, anybody that has gone through an experience like that in college can really appreciate that. I know you've made donations before to Nevada, but this one's a historic one with that $1 million price tag. So I guess, what message are you maybe even trying to send to you know, former teammates or alums of this program about how important it is to invest back into Nevada football? Yeah, it, you know, I've, I've talked to the school before, and we, like you said, we've done some smaller donations for O-line room and O-line things and um, things of that nature. But, but for us, we wanted to make, make a big impact. And once I started becoming successful, it was kind of a matter of when, you know, not if we were going to make the donation. And, you know, I talked to, to my people in, in my heart, and, you know, we're at the point where it's like, hey, we can do this. You know, we can help out. And um, I think people want to help, but if they see a player that's you know playing that's young that wants to help out then the next generation even if you're not playing in the NFL or you're someone that's you know been around the program that wants to donate I think any any dollar amount helps and and uh, 
I think they're, they're moving in the right direction. It's pretty cool to be a part of it. Let's talk a little bit about your NFL career because it's been stellar. You're entering your 10th season with Cleveland. You are a five-time Pro Bowler, five-time APL Pro. You've played every offensive snap of the regular season the last six seasons. You really are in a Pro Football Hall of Fame track, and I'm sure that's not something you think about. But I guess, are you surprised at how successful you've been? And I guess, what would it mean to you to eventually go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, it's, it's hard to put it when you're playing in the experience because it just kind of goes year by year, game by game. You're so focused on things. Um, but when you, we look back, I'm like, I'm going to year 10. You know, when I came in league, Joe Thomas was like the old guy on our team, and he was year eight. And I'm like, I'm already two years older than that um, playing. So all, all the time and the, the stuff that's happened is, I feel like it happens quick. The days are long, but the years go by, by quick. Um, and the Hall of Fame is something that, you know, the greatest players to ever play football. It's such a small group of people. I really just try and focus on the, the next game, the next year. I mean, it'd be an unbelievable honor if that, you know, ever came about. But it's so much out of my hands, especially for old linemen, guards. You know, a lot of times you don't get um, in right away and, and things of that nature. So I'm just focused on doing the best I can for my team and hopefully winning some more games in Cleveland. And then we'll see what happens in a few years yeah. after that. That's long-term future, short-term future. You guys are going to be on campus Saturday. You and Austin Corbett doing your second annual youth camp. So why has it been important to be able to do that? And I guess what is just the feeling that you got last year being able to, I guess, give that vision to young Reno and Sparks kids about what you could potentially do if you really are successful? Yeah, it's, uh, it's so cool to be back. And you see the kids and they're, they're so fired up to be on the field like Mackey Stadium and, and run, run through some drills and, and practice. Um, but I know Austin's from Reno and, and Reno had such an impact on my life that we wanted to kind of work together and, and put something together. And last year was our first one and we thought it was a, a huge success. So we're like, we got to make this an every year thing. Um, and so we're excited to be out there. I, I know it's bigger this year. Um, it's a little bit earlier in the day, so the spring game can, can happen. But I think it's a, it's a great day for um, all of, you know, Wolfpack football, Wolfpack athletics, and the kids can come out do that thing and then afterwards stay for the game and, and really enjoy that. All right. Well, when you get a guest like Joel Batonio, you do not let him leave after one segment. So he will be back with two of his former union teammates right after this break on NSN Daily. Hey, friends, and welcome back to a special Friday edition of NSN Daily. I tell you what, I don't think I'll ever feel as protected as I do right now on this set. I got three offensive linemen in front of me. I'm going to just let them move the move the play and I'm going to run behind them as we have a little roundtable discussion. So further from me is Austin Corbett, of course, the Reed High Nevada product, Joel Batonio, who you just heard from, the big time donation coming down to the University of Nevada. Christian Barker, bonus guest, two-time Super Bowl champion, all in town, of course, for the big camp coming up tomorrow ahead of the spring game. Let's start with you, Austin. Always good being back home, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's great, you know, flying in. Uh, just being back, seeing things that you know, familiar, and uh, just, you know what I obviously grew up around. That um, just being being back downtown, seeing all the changes going on every time we come back, some new buildings going up, and uh, just excited, happy to be home. Place keeps on growing. Let's talk about the camp, man. I mean, last year was a rousing success. I think 500 spots were gobbled up in like less than 12 hours this year. What does it mean to yeah. come back and have that kind of appreciation? I guess uh, you know it's it's just awesome to be able to sell those those spots out that quickly, right? And um, as awesome as it was last year, Joel and I just kept talking. It was like, yes, we have to keep doing this. Um, this community has done so much for us in our careers, and you know, it's it's our opportunity to to give back to it, and um, for for it just to kind of you know come full circle from Joel and I having a conversation on the golf course to just being a little idea to actually making it happen and coming into our second year, um, we're excited for it. 
Well, you remember being one of those kids, you know, wanting to play at, on the field at Mackey Stadium and, and playing around the fields here in town. I mean, what do you remember about just what it's like to be one of those kids and looking up to guys like you? Yeah, you know, when you, when you come as, uh, as a, a young kid, whether you're just going to a game or you're able to run around on the field, and you just look up, like, this place is gigantic. Like, I can't imagine what it's like being here. And, you know, it's just that look you see on those kids' faces when they're out there for that camp. But uh, to be able to give that and then just pass that feeling on, um, it's everything. Yeah, Joel, so uh, Austin's a walk-on freshman as you're wrapping up your Nevada career. To, to see you guys now, uh, big-time NFL players, it's got to be cool to relink with him for this kind of reason. Yeah, um, you know, I just remember him. He was a young freshman trying to gain weight. <laughs> like, it kind of freaked me out, actually. He would eat so much food before practice, and I'm like, how are you going out there and, like, doing this right now? You drink so much chocolate milk and PB&Js. And I was just like, all right. You know, oh, bagels. I think it was bagels, actually. But I was just like, he would go out there, and he, he tells me this story. I don't remember it, but apparently he was annoying me one day at practice, and I just, like, punched him as hard as I could. And I was like this big, you know, like, football punch, not a like, physically yeah, punch. Yeah. And um, I knocked him down. I was like, I do not remember that at all, but he tells me it all the time. But, no, we really bonded when we went to Cleveland together. We were there for a year and a half, and um, now, you know, I would say we're, we're very good friends, and, you know, he got hurt this year, but... Yeah. We try and golf in the offseason and hang out and do all that stuff. But uh, it's cool to be back and, and really give back to the kids. I mean, I think being in a college stadium, participating, seeing guys that are coming back and helping the community just shows that, like, hey, there's people that care about us and people that want us to be successful as well. Can't wait to see you guys out there on Saturday morning. Having Christian join the fold, you're the, you're the wily old veteran of this group, the guy with two Super Bowl rings. Didn't bring them. Austin, as you can, <laughs> maybe you notice the hands are behind the desk. Why don't you pop, on, those, pop those things up there a little bit? Oh! Ah, it's a little bright. <laughs> Anyways, Christian's got a couple of those things back at home. Uh, just what's it like being back in Reno for you? Uh, first time back since 2012. Wow, uh, what? So it's good to see how the campus and the cities have grown. Uh, awesome to see these guys still carrying the torch, uh, and I'm happy that they've had me along to help with tomorrow's camp. Two Super Bowls with the Patriots, a team that knows about collecting rings. What was that experience like? Of course, you got Tom Brady as the quarterback, Bill Belichick head coach. I mean, that had to have been a hell of an experience. I mean, it was a blessing. Uh, I was put in a lot of great positions to obviously be successful out there. Um, coach Belichick, great guy, straightforward. I love him. Uh, and then Tom Brady's just that man, you know. So I'm just happy that I had a chance to play with those guys and uh, definitely miss a little bit of that action. I know, right? Kind of crazy <laughs> to think TB12 is finally done now, yeah. but uh, what a run he had. What did Reno mean to you? I was uh, surprised to hear you haven't been back in almost or over a decade now, but what did your time here mean to you? Uh, Reno means a lot. I mean, <clears throat> I've only had three offers. Uh, this was the best one for sure. Uh, met ever-lasting friendships. Uh, my wife came out here when I was a freshman, and we built our family, and again, it's just great to be back and see what the school's blossomed to through this point, and uh, you know, it's great to be in, back on campus. Joel, I know there's such a pride in being a part of the union. I mean, this is such a prestigious position on campus, and you guys were three big-time members of it. I should have mentioned that Christian Barker is the only Wolfpack player ever to start every single game of his career, freshman season on. I mean, that's yeah. impressive stuff. But, yeah, just to represent the union, and uh, not just when you're wearing silver and blue, but even after the fact, you guys are still tight. Yeah, it, it's so cool to see. Um, you know, you come in, and when I was a freshman, I saw guys like Alonzo Durham, Mike Gallat, John Bender, and then they kind of pass the torch to Christian Barker, Jeff Nady. Um, they pass it to me, I pass it to Corbett. And you, you see these guys like 20 years down the road later in life, and everybody still talks about the union and, and what it meant to them. Um, but there, there's something about O-line play anyway. Like guys are just like the same type of guy. Yeah. And so some of my best friends in life, most of my best friends in life are O-linemen, you know, from the NFL or from college. And uh, we share those same experiences. But to be able to 
I mean, it, it goes so quick because like I just remember us, you know, practicing on the field and stuff, and now we all have kids and we're running around and, and, and chasing kids and coming back for camps and things like that. But um, it, it's some special moments in our lives. Yeah, I mean, to think about it, yeah, you guys are grown men now, professionals, family men, uh, but a lot of that all got started here in the biggest little city. Austin, of course, growing up here, I remember being at your house on draft day. We're getting set up for day two of the draft, getting ready for the first pick of the second round, and that phone rings. How often do you think about how chaotic that moment was? Yeah, you know, uh, especially now being you know a week away from the draft uh, now, um, it's always just that chance to reflect. Uh, how did this happen? Um, you know, growing up here, um, watching all these Wolfpack guys, you, you never really saw anyone from here do that, right? And uh, so you, you never really, you, you dreamt about it, but you, didn't, you never actually believed it. You had to have some, you know, kind of realistic outlook and uh, of how tough a, of an opportunity and just to be able to do that and, you know, getting there and <laughs> getting drafted to a team with another Nevada guy is right. uh, unbelievably lucky. And Joel just took me under his wing right away and, um, you know, unfortunately didn't stick there, uh, bounced around and I'm um, just still happy to continue that relationship and, and just develop through this league. Well, that bouncing led to a big rock on your hand now <laughs> as you win a Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams and you get the nice contract with Carolina. Uh, had a bad knee injury that ended your season last year. How's the recovery coming with the ACL? Yeah, you know, it's been going good. Um, you know, last game of the season, tough. Um, but it, it's just a long process, uh, just real slow, just a lot of waiting just to find those, you know, just those certain time increments of letting just the yeah. healing go and, and making sure before you stress it out too much and just trying to take my time and, you know, not rush back, but, you know, Get ready for next season. And Austin is spending some of his recovery time issuing prompts via his social media. If you'd like to interact with Austin, you can follow him on Twitter. I know Joel has been really enjoying those. Yeah, there are some really good ones. I mean, a couple. It's getting a little long now. You know, like 40 days in, but uh, he's sticking to it. So, so that's that's good for him. And I know he gets some interaction. I, I've done some rehab stuff, and it's it gets a little boring. It gets monotonous day to day. So he's 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 making the most of it. It is tough. I mean, it's kind of like he says. Like I'm sure people are tired of it, but kind of really puts it in perspective that I'm a third of the way through this rehab process and it's, it's just going to be a battle but it's part of the game. Yep going into year six. What's up with you Christian? Uh, you've been out of the league now for a handful of years. What's uh, you're back home in Rancho Cucamonga. Just give us a little taste of, of life nowadays. Uh, just with my wife and daughter out in Rancho Cucamonga currently a firefighter for the local department oh, down incredible. there. Uh, so we've just been having a blast again watching Joel Austin Corbett do their thing, and whenever they get into town, we try and uh, meet up, and it's just been fun. Yeah, definitely missed the football grind a little bit, yeah. but, you know, the next part of my life has been great. I'm curious now that Joel and his wife have got the big donation. We see Austin down at the end, a few years behind Joel as far as that track goes. Is there going to be, like, some nudging, you think? Like, hey, Austin, hometown kid, man. We're going to need some money down the road here. <laughs> you going to right. work on him a little bit, Joel? Joel, Joel put the pressure on. <laughs> I put the pressure on him. Now, right? So yeah. going into year 10, we'll see where he's at, you know. Right. We've got to give him a chance. You know, it takes a little while, but uh, I know Austin loves his school. No so. pressure, buddy. Yeah, yeah we got, we got Madison's volleyball side. Pulling there too. There you so. go. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. We'll see what happens. Well, you said the big name when you're talking with Chris Murray, Zach Madonic. He's a big part of all of this. He yeah. was actually one of my partners in journalism school. We yes. covered uh, Kaepernick's Pro Day together, and he's a big asset there on campus, I know. Yeah, I mean, talk about guys that like bleed blue. Zach Madonic loves the University of Nevada, and he was honestly a big part of this. Um, he stayed in touch with all of us, I think, you know, through the years, and, and he doesn't even really technically work for the athletic department. You know, he's in like the business side yeah, of the yeah, yeah, business yeah. school. But um, he's Where's done the suit every day. Right. He's such a, he's such a dude. He came out with uh, Stephanie and they came to Cleveland. That's where, we, you know, I met Stephanie and, and he was with her. But 
he's, he's such a, a good guy and he cares about his school. Um, you know, I always joke around. I'm like, got to find more guys like that because he's, he's a real deal. Yeah, Austin, really quick as we wrap up, your thoughts on just the momentum around the University of Nevada. Obviously, there's a reason you're coming back, but just with Joel's big donation and just new athletic director, Coach Wilson, back in the fold, what do you, how do you feel about the silver and blue? Uh, it's been incredible just to watch, uh, you know, just Coach Wilson, everything he's doing for this program. Uh, I think that's what makes Nevada so unique is that it's such a special place, and, and the only ones that can truly lead it and take it in the direction is someone that's been here and someone like Coach Ken that's rooted in, in this community that understands what, to, what it takes, the kind of people that Nevada requires, um, just excited for what's coming. All right, put that thing back on the desk for me. Oh. Why don't we get a nice <laughs> little tight shot of that as we get ready to wrap up this segment. Anything else you guys want to add? Christian, what's it like just being back in town? Uh, it's been great. Again, I uh, had a good 30 minutes to talk to Coach All earlier today and just nice. reminiscing on the old times. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. Ooh, can we analyze the ring really quick, oh you guys? Gosh. How do these compare to your two, Christian? Uh, it's pretty nice. Two's better than one. <laughs> two's better than one. It I may think, be a little bigger. I think, I'll the, back up <laughs> I think the two is bigger than the one, though. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I know, just, well, I'm jealous of them both. I'm jealous of them both. Hey, you look at the career earnings list, and that's where Joel is. Y'all can figure 100%. that out on your own. All right, it's Austin, it's Joel, it is Christian here on NSN Daily. I'm going to run the draw right into the end zone right now. All right, we're back after this. All right, welcome back to NSN Daily. Joel, Austin, and Christian still with us. The Legends Bay Lounge has turned into a stadium as we have a Jenga showdown <laughs> with a little bit of rapid-fire questions. Let's just get right into it, Joel. Okay. Make your pick, and we'll see how long we can keep this thing up. It's not free. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was looking at the free one. Oh, there we go. Cue the wanna... elevator music. Oh, that's a bold first choice. It was the first one that moved. Eh? All right, here we go. Welcome to the NFL moment. Welcome to the NFL moment. Uh, I probably had a lot. I honestly, that first practice when I, uh, Phil Taylor, who's like a 340 pound, like listed 340 pound nose guard. And I went to like down block him and he just kind of drove me back a couple yards. And I was like, well, this is going to be a little bit harder than I thought. And <laughs> I was like, hey, playing guys, guard for the first here, time. Yeah. yeah. And then in game mode, um, I would say honestly, my second year I played against Aaron Donald for the first time. And like the way he moved was just like different than any buddy ever and I was just like all right this is a different person like you you're know? also a human being okay. yeah yeah we're, right. the same, we're the same species you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> two solid answers yeah. all right go for it Austin this is the one I thought you were talking about oh, oh nice. yeah oh. that was solid right out the middle that was one next to it. <laughs> all right going off of the Aaron Donald comment hardest guy to guard or to block on the other side of you uh yeah Aaron Donald still former teammate of yours of course yes yeah. uh very fortunate to be on it at the same time for a while I uh, got my taste this last season of uh, real in-game, and um, you know, in practice you can get beat, and it's it's okay. There's no real consequences. In the game, it's tough, and you just got to be on the game plan and ready for a battle. Feels like it's AD and everyone else on that defensive yeah. line. Yeah, I mean, guy. Yeah, he's definitely number one still. I think Chris Jones is moving up. He's a pretty good player. I get to go against Cam Hayward like twice a year. Who's yeah. Getting older, I, I always wonder, like, are you going to, like, retire sometime <laughs> soon? You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> we battle a bunch. So, there's, there's some good players. All right. Hit it, Christian. All right. Oh, jeez. Don't push it over. Oh. There we go. Two hands? Is that like? Was that two hands? To put it on. That's all right. Two hands to put it on. We'll allow it. Right. We'll allow Take it. Take a penalty. All He's right. Uh, back <laughs> to your playing days. Favorite pregame meal? Oh, shoot. I just standards. Steak option. Yeah. Yeah. Get some protein. Standard steak you need option. some carbs in there at some all? Some carbs. Yeah, some pasta. Yeah, pasta. Nothing too fancy. 
Same thing. I got a sensitive game. stomach, so I didn't want to okay. carry anything into the next. You had to make a business decision <laughs> yeah. before the, yeah, before yeah, yeah. the game was played. a business played. decision. No, okay. Sir. What about you guys on the pregame meals? Um, well, usually we play at one. So I'm usually a breakfast guy. Like, get the omelet, get some oatmeal. Yep. Depending on how the hash browns look, I'll grab mm. them. You know, sometimes in the hotel, they're not great. <laughs> um, some fruit, you know, hydrate a bunch. So okay. usually I'm a breakfast guy. And then if we have a night game, I'll throw in some pasta or broccoli. Okay. You know, Pretty like similar, yeah. I would guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the 1 o'clock games, uh, it's always Go omelet. Yeah. Uh, always the same. And then I'll do a, a bagel to get my carbs. There you go. Uh, Load up. If it's a later game, um, pretty much like chicken oh. and then a baked potato. Okay. Keep it simple. Sounds dropped. Because your first one. NFL team you have yet to beat that you really want to beat. <laughs> Going into year <laughs> ten. I'm gonna say the Patriots. Yeah. I feel like we haven't beat them. Uh, we play them a decent amount, and maybe we have a chance coming up here. All they right. always seem to have our number though. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, go for it. Different strategy with these giant blocks. All right. Best moment playing for the Wolfpack? Uh, it was my senior year, uh, final game against guys down south. Um, just kind of going down in the air, but, you know, Keith Cannon Blue carried off the field that senior year. That's the last game of the year. Um, that game is mean, it just means everything up here. To do that and keep it blue your senior year when it's yep. your last chance, no doubt about it. Leave with the cannon in the office. All right, go for it, Christian. Get in there. All right. Oh, oh man. Gosh. <laughs> Let's go. He was eyeing that one. Oh, yep. All right. We're in there. Ooh, and now this one's holding on by one. A thread. Can you give us a Tom Brady story? Oh, man. Just uh, so me and Tom Brady happened to share the same birthday. All right. So one, one year, you know, Coach Belichick made, made sure the media knew that. And then we got the whole team sing happy birthday to both of us. So that was, that was awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's a share of birthday. That is that epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy He's about 15 years older than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just got done playing. Yeah, yeah. and he just finished yeah, playing. So, Maybe. I mean, that's because yeah, he had guys blocking him like you to help keep <laughs> yeah, him upright and safe. All right, keep it moving, Joel. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Testing them out. This is going to There's not a lot of pregame scouting that went on here. There is no game plan. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Man, knock this over. Look at the move. Oh, that's really. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, oh, yeah. wow. oh man. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Oh, things now. I made. Oh. Get the right position. There we go. There we go. What is the NFL city you least like traveling to to play? Pittsburgh. We just, we bus there. Every, we're like ah, two, a little over two and a half hours there. So that's when we bus to. Um, and it's kind of a long bus. Most of our flights were Midwest, you know, like our flights. That's a two and a half hour bus ride. City's not great, you know. Um, oh, shots fired. Hopefully no one in Pittsburgh's <laughs> watching this. But they know, they know how I feel. But yeah, Pittsburgh. All right, go for it, Austin. Also, side note, anywhere in Florida, because yeah. I don't love the humidity. Early, yeah. early, Florida yeah. early in the season. Another level. Not good. Uh, and people think it's like, oh, vacation time, but you're just there for Oh, that does that count? No, oh, you're still alive. <laughs> we'll allow it. You know, vacation time. We're only there for a night, and it's right. very hot playing in yeah. Florida. So Not as glamorous as many would think. Yeah. What's been the worst part of your knee recovery? Um, probably like the first two months just being on crutches. You like... Being 300 plus pounds on crutches is not good, and then your cardio just tanks immediately. Yeah, mm. I was just exhausted all the time, and then not I wasn't like just not able to help out at home, right? Help with the kids. Yeah. Um, I like to do a lot of cooking in the off season, 
couldn't do anything for those first two. And kind of now into month three, getting back to it, able to kind of mess around in the backyard with our, you know, our son. And so it's getting better. Just, did you have to do like any of the pick up the marbles with your toes or anything like that? That's more uh, of like an Achilles right, thing, right? Right, it's yeah. more that. But um, part of it is just getting that extension, that full straightening. Oh. And they literally just put it on the table and smash it down. And that's... That's probably the worst pain I've ever Ooh. been in my life, yeah. That might have been the PC answer. He's no real answer is not being able to play golf this offseason. Oh, that is true. Oh, uh, missing him on the links. <laughs> we, had, we already had a lot of golf plans. Uh, We're supposed to be teammates in the Bahamas for a NFLPA tournament. Oh, my gosh. That's was probably karma up, talking but, about yeah. how much Dang. golf we were going to yeah, do yeah. this offseason. You still haven't gotten over that, I can yeah. tell. And I, no. Christian. No, it's bad. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wow. wow. He knows it. He's been. Oh, yeah. Let's get some drama in this game. I've had time to prepare. Oh, oh. Okay. Official official rules, you can use two to put it on. Okay. Oh, okay. According to Mike. Corbett's official rules. What do you Mike. miss the most about playing in the NFL, and what do you not miss the most? Uh, <laughs> probably, I mean, just the brotherhood that you grew within the locker room. Of course. I, I mean, miss that the most. I still talk to some of those guys. Everybody lives far. What I don't miss, uh, it's fall camp. I'm just <laughs> okay like without that, huh? that. Yeah. <laughs> miss the games as well. But okay. Yeah, fall camp, I can do with that. All right, get in there, go. Nope. <laughs> I mean, this is, you built this really good. Yeah, this is a solid oh. effort. Credit to Chris okay. Murray on this, right? Yeah. We're just going to spend the rest of the show playing Jenga today and hope everybody is yeah. totally enjoying this. Out. All right, Joel, I'm going off of the football route. If okay. you could have any superpower, which one would it be? Superpower? One of my rehab questions. Yeah, I don't what remember what I answered. I'm going to say. I did not steal that from you. <laughs> I think teleportation would be sweet. Traveling, especially with kids, is like yeah. tough. So teleporting places would be really cool. That and then you can cool. help people if you know you need it. Like go teleport Austin out of here, you know, and all that stuff like that. So <laughs> teleportation. All right, get in there, Austin. Ooh, I think I loosened that one up with the one. Mm -hmm. I yeah, a little teamwork right there. All right, Austin, you are channel surfing, and something comes up, and you never let this pass. You're always going to stay with this no matter what. Uh, Gladiator. Okay. Like it's, it's always um, it's like a four-hour movie with all the commercials <laughs> when it's on the regular TV. Yeah. But still, no matter what time you turn it on, uh, Maximus is going to bring it home. Always. Are you not entertained? That's like how I am with uh, like Shawshank Redemption, which yeah. is on oh, TV. Oh, that one's on right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get in there. <laughs> He always finds that second one. Oh, jeez. Oh. 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 All right, the bling did not make the trip to the biggest little city. Where do the Super Bowl rings live? They actually did. Oh, wow. they're here. They are here. They're just yeah. not in the I'll studio. Wear them later. Gotcha. Oh, wow. I have to. Um, but they normally, I mean, there's a secret location. I can't. Secret <laughs> but they're safe all the time. G14. You know, people coming safe. after them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, cool. Keep it going, Joe. All right, bonus. What would your superpower be? Oh, jeez. I like teleportation. Uh,. See in the future? Huh? Yeah. You might be disappointed, though. You might be. You might be. It might be. A the bad bottom row is kind of tough because it has like the, the table has those little metal All right, it's getting, metal it's getting nice and dramatic here. If we run out of time, I'm just going to throw a little hip into it. We can oh, just keep no, going. Oh, close. it's getting we can go. just rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, we'll just go. You can keep asking and we'll just keep okay, going until it falls. What's your all time Nevada moment, Joel? Um, I think I wasn't a full time player. Like, I was on the team and I was on special teams and backup. But beating Boise obviously was like one of the best moments. And then when we went down to Cal, I think my junior year when we beat Cal that year was very, um, very fun too. Yep. How was that that game? All right, I'll keep it moving now. Oh, Austin, no. um, yeah, you got to make a decision here and I'm going to ask you a question too. So Austin, of course, grew up here. What are some of the uh, 
local establishments that you miss the most that you got to hit when you come back? Um, always, always go to Porta Subs. And yes. it's still the best sandwich spot. Um, no one does it. Oh, it's just the fresh slut. The sliced <laughs> fresh daily is real. Um, no free ads. Oh, man, here we go. Oh, All right. We're uh, and then Doughboys. We already made that stop this morning. Four to subs and Doughboys. Okay, sounds like an offensive lineman still in his playing career. No, no, no. Oh, now we're going on the re-rack. Oh, Ooh, Christian. Oh, there we go. All right. Oh, the putback. The putback might be it. There's no gentleman. I know. I feel like drop it on there. Drop the hammer. Give no space. Christian, you're now a firefighter, man. What is the best part of being a firefighter? Uh, just be able to help people on their worst day. Uh, recently passed paramedic school, um, so get to do a little more on calls and then obviously fighting fire. That's that's our game day. So, um, yeah, it's a fun transition. Kind of get a little bit of the locker room environment. Yes, sir. Joel, what was the first big? purchase when you got the big deal which one which big deal when you um, got the first my deal, rookie yeah. yeah my rookie deal i was uh i bought a car um so i bought like a 2000 i still have it 2013 gmc yukon denali nice. i always wanted that and that was just my car but i've driven it for 10 years now you know got over 100,000 miles on it so we uh that, that, that's my thing you got your money's worth on that yeah. yeah 10 years in i love it all right austin what about you man first big purchase same thing. Uh, I bought a truck. Vehicle. Uh, F-150. Uh, always been a, always been a Ford guy. Um, run that thing in the ground before I get a new one. I'm sure. <laughs> Christian, what were the Patriots Super Bowl parties like? Oh, they were pretty epic. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> just uh, like this game is. Yeah, we've had Snoop Dogg there. Tracy Morgan was uh, announcing one time. Uh, definitely a fun time. Always at Mr. Kraft's house. Uh, okay. Or at least the ring ceremony. At and then, house. yeah, the after party would always be epic. So, for lack of a better word. <laughs> for, for lack of a we'll better leave word. leave it at that. Was, they were epic. You got the my fly. family would always be involved. Oh, so. that's really cool. The team jet, too, I'm sure is a lot of fun. Uh, that was definitely fun on the way back. Gosh. Joel, who is your best friend in the NFL right now outside of Austin oh, Corbett? Well, J.C. Treader just retired, but he was he was my other guy in Cleveland um, last year. He retired. So current best friend on the team, I would say Nick Chubb or Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Who is your enemy in the NFL? Enemy? <laughs> I don't make enemies because okay. I, you know, you got to keep Tell the truth. <laughs> nobody's going nobody's, <laughs> nobody's to watch this. No, I don't make enemies like that. Honestly, I... Smack talk probably the least amount of anybody. Like okay. you keep him on your good side, and then when you you know have a good block on him, you just let him you know be and and of course it's easy to win. Just knock it over. It's <laughs> over. I don't want to lose. Austin, who's your best friend in the league? Um, I can't talk. See that nice shot of the ring right there? That was perfect. good product placement. Oh, it's going down. <laughs> I think. Come on, come on. Oh, we'll see you next time on NSN. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it to Christian. We are going to be running out of time here pretty quick, so we'll keep it moving, oh, though. Yeah. Now put a shot clock on us so like Once again, does. did I uh, ask you yeah. who's your best friend in yeah. the league so outside? Obviously, of uh, Joel, I uh, got close with, with J.C. Treader as well. Uh, th those vets <laughs> in, in Cleveland really helped me out. And then, uh, this is the hardest part. L.A., just kind of the bond you get when you win a Super Bowl, kind of the entire offensive line. I still talk to every day. And, right. Um, Oh my gosh. 
You have 10 seconds to get it out. Yeah, keep it moving. Oh. Keep it moving. Oh, keep it moving. Next play. We're going to let this ride because we are running out of time here on NSN Daily on a Friday. So thrilled to have this trio of offensive linemen with us. Joel Batonio, Austin Corbett, Christian Baker. Oh, we are just, I just, I feel like I cannot toss to a commercial break and leave such a oh, cliffhanger. So let's keep this moving, guys. Keep it moving. Maybe I'll get one in the next one. Yeah, you go next. Right, I'll, go, I'll go after Christian. I'm not losing. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's moving. It's on, moving. Make a bold move. Make a bold move. <laughs> Send it. Do that cool Send thing. Send it. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> what a strategy. Right, Mike, it's on bottom you. Mike. It's on Mike. All right, I'm going to sneak in. What is it? He's going to do it, too. Oh, yeah, I want to go one hand, right? All right, Mike's going to send it. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm getting a little hot. <laughs> I'm getting a little hot. <laughs> oh, it's done. Oh. <laughs> Leave it to the host, the guy that's got to keep track of the time. You guys, thanks so much for coming in, representing the union, representing Nevada in the NFL. It is Joel. It is Austin. It is Christian. You'll see him at the camp Saturday at Mackey Stadium. We're back after this on NSN Daily. Welcome back to NSN Daily, straight to the highlights. Game three, Sacramento, Golden State. No Draymond Green, no problem for the home team dubs. The defending champions avoid a devastating 3-0 series deficit, taking down the Kings 114-97. We might have ourselves a series here. Yeah, they took the game from the throat or by the throat really early on. Steph had 36 points. He played really well. Andrew Wiggins with 20 points. And they played really good defense without their best defender. Only 11 made threes. For the Kings, 23% from distance, 38% overall. So a game the Warriors had to win, and you saw maybe a little bit more desperation in them than the Kings. We will see if a road team can get a win in this series because, as we mentioned, Warriors not great on the road. Game four, Sunday in San Francisco. Two games in the books when you're talking VGK. The Golden Knights taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Lost that first game at home. Vegas bouncing back in game two for that 5-2 win. Yeah, equally lopsided. They lost the first one 5-1. They rallied back. They kept the same goalkeeper after a uh, poor defensive showing in the opener and got a much-needed win. And now they'll uh, move over to Winnipeg and see if they can go get a road win. The uh, home field advantage, home court advantage, home ice advantage has shifted to Winnipeg with them stealing game one. But I think the Knights looked really strong in this game. And um, as you would expect, they're the best team in the Western Conference. And we'll see if that means anything in terms of their chase to get to the Stanley Cup championship. Really like those gold jerseys, too. All right, game three coming up Saturday over there in Winnipeg. Next on NSN Daily, the latest transfer portal comings and goings, the Zags. They got dudes. That's next. Welcome back to NSN Daily. Wyoming this past season was missing their big man in the middle, Graham Ike, and they're going to be missing him even more. He is off to Spokane to join the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Chris. Basically replaces Drew Timmy. Those are huge shoes to fill, but he's a talented player and will be able to fill those. Providence was also in the mix. NIL money talks, uh, and he'll be going up to Gonzaga. So a huge pickup for the Zags, but not their only addition. Picked up Ryan Nemhard as well from Creighton. His brother, Andrew Nemhard, was also a transfer to Gonzaga. Now he's playing for the Indiana Pacers. So a huge day in Zagville as far as the transfer portal goes. You said it. Those are probably two pretty expensive players. Yeah, but they'll be uh, worth it in the long run. And you know Gonzaga's always going to have yeah. a top 10 team. Talk about two expensive players right here <laughs> on a Friday on NSN Daily. See you next week.